Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tandy. And I'm Erin. And thank you for coming back again. I know we start every episode this way, but... But we're really grateful to Very appreciative. Um, of so, all of you tuning in. Yeah, we're gonna, um, we're gonna cover, um, season one, episode seven of Seventh Heaven in this, uh, episode of Camden Cast. The title of the episode is Saturday. And I know we had said, um, in our first episode that we... We're watching this on Amazon Prime Video, but uh, it has come to our attention that um, all of the inter- all eleven seasons of Seventh Heaven are available to watch on Hulu Plus. So um, if you have like a Hulu subscription, um, you should be able to watch yeah, it. Yeah, or should. you know, just find one of your friends that has a Hulu subscription and, and get their password. Yeah, because I don't have any Amazon of the things. Prime Video. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're gonna so name. Name of the episode. episode Saturday. You don't really get anything. Um, from Brenda that. Hampton is really losing her creativity with these name with these titles. These last two episodes, yeah, um, gone downhill. They have. They have. I, I. I'm feeling a comeback though. This is just like the mid season. I don't know. The not even mid season. <laughs> I know it's not even the middle of the season. Okay, so what was your uh, first impression of this one? So this isn't technically my first impression, but I got. Aaron to notice it a lot in this episode is oh, yeah. that they go pretty overboard on sound effects in this. In, I mean, I don't know if this continues for after season one, but like, no, it does. This isn't in the entire series. This happens, but like, so if the kids are washing the dishes, the clink clink of the dishes are very much noticeable. The opening of each cupboard, um, right. at one point, like somebody's writing something or coloring, and you can hear the scritch scritch of like the pencil. Um, the claw, like, Happy's claws on, like, the tile floor. Um, and then also, just above the sound effects, in this episode, the, like, background music was above <laughs> and beyond. It was wild, yeah. There, we'll get to where it actually, like, starts to kick bow, in. Bow. <laughs> but, like, very, like, Seinfeld reminiscent. There's a lot of, like, guitar riffs. There's, like, even, like, a bongo, like, theme yeah, going the- on. <laughs> There's a triangle somewhere in there. Um, I don't know. We like really. No- I really noticed the music in this episode. Um, that was really my first. You know, and this episode felt so, very long. Yeah. I thought it felt super long. Like it kept thinking it's got to be over soon, and there was just it, it went on forever. But in a uh, in a good way, a bad way, I don't know. It. it I guess you will decide. It yeah, went. It, went. <laughs> it did the thing. It did. So once again, as always, we'll start with the cold open. All right. So in the cold open. The, you get like it's in the kitchen because most of the action in the show when they're at home is in the kitchen, and uh, they, we've got another instance of you know sexy parents. Um, sexy parents. All right. Uh, they they're like at the refrigerator and like they're like making out in the fridge, um, and making out in the no they're literally actually making out yeah, in the both, fridge. Both doors are open and they're like in the fridge. Um, and Lucy. Finally, one of the children makes, like, an observation. Lucy makes a very astute observation, and she is, like... I think she's something to the effect of, oh, like, normal parents don't do this in front of their kids. And I was, like... I like that she was, like, in front of their kids because it it is, like, I don't know, whatever. Because she has a friend coming over, and she just wants to remind them that they should not be behaving this way in front of her friend. Uh, And then Simon comes in from like having like done an errand and he's like well how come you guys get to like I think he said like have fun or something or like hang out uh and I have to do like whatever chore and the rev is like oh this is my reward for mowing the lawn and I was like uh this is 
Like making out with making your out wife. with your wife is your reward for mowing the lawn. Ugh. And then like Simon has apparently done something too. He's like, "What's my reward?" And doesn't. Oh yeah, and he's like, "Oh, getting to live in the house for free is your reward." Such a parent thing to say. Um, <laughs> um, but then we get the main source of kind of conflict of the episode um, because everybody is talking about before this happens or while this scene is going on. They're talking about Mary's basketball game and how they're going to go. And even if you didn't notice that they were talking about this, if you were, you know, not paying attention, you did see that every single person in the Camden family household was wearing something with the Wildcats on it. hate this. Wildcats were in the house. <laughs> they actually were, in the though. Camden house. No, they, and because there's a scene right afterwards where, aren't they, like, chanting? Yeah, oh, this is gonna be on Vine. There's a Vine for this. Okay, so let's get to the, the plot where, okay, so they're all, they're all talking about Mary's game. Mary comes into the kitchen. She's the last one to enter the scene, and she tells everybody that she doesn't want them at her game because... They're too distracting, and she's a freshman on varsity, and the other girls resent her, and they're all too loud. Um, so she gives each individual family member, like, reasons why she doesn't want them there, and everybody's devastated. Like, this is the worst. Not being able to go to the Wildcats basketball game is the worst thing that could have happened to them. This is also the worst thing that can happen to Erin, because I've just found out that she's a huge high school <laughs> musical fan. Because we it's had to listen to the entire song. Oh, we're all in this together. To get to the point where they were chanting Wildcats, and I was sitting here, and she was very much enjoying it. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's... <laughs> So the yes, the main like it's a again a different podcast. <laughs> the main <laughs> my high school musical podcast. The main yeah, so the main thing is that Mary has a big basketball game this Saturday, like today, the day of the episode. Saturday. And uh, she does not want her family there, um, and that like goes straight to uh, the opening credits. But the one thing we do find out in yeah, we learn the opening. Uh, I'm sorry, in the cold open is that Matt has a job. Just like his revolving door of friends and girlfriends, he apparently also has a revolving door of jobs. Yeah, like, it's for some reason it's a running joke that Matt can't hold a job, which I don't understand how that's very funny. Uh, but, all right, so then we... So we're just going to focus... We'll start with Matt's storyline. Um, so his job is tutoring some girl in his English Lit class because we've learned that he's good at English Lit because, like, him and Annie bonded over this a few episodes ago. And um, he shows up to this girl's house well, well first all right uh, first the family is like oh um of course a girl is involved in your new job and he's like i'm not attracted to her um i'm just doing you know i'm just doing her a favor and i'm like helping her out with her english lit and he gets over there and well he makes sure to say that he can differentiate business from pleasure oh yes he does make, uh, and he gets to this girl's house and her father opens the door and i just this man looked way too old to have a daughter in high school and he was like oh um, Susie, who is the girl he's tutoring, uh, tells me you're a BMOC. <laughs> and, and, uh... Do we know what a BMOC is? And, and, so Matt doesn't even know what a BMOC is, and, and the guy looks at him and he's like, big man on campus. And, and uh, this girl... Susan makes her... Su she shows up and she's like, see, daddy, I told you. And the, that's when this, like as we mentioned earlier, like, the music really picks up because there's this bass... It, like, it's, 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 like, like a, it's like a bow-chicka-wow-wow. Wow. 
but it's also close. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's somewhere between like Bow Chicka Wow Wow and then like a Seinfeld like bow 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 bow. So, um, and this riff continues throughout the episode. Yeah. Um. So it's very obvious by like the way that Susie's acting when she answers the door, and then um that like she is like trying to trick Matt into like making out with her or dating her. And then they're studying, and it's like Shakespeare, something, some sort of... They're Shakespeare. reading Romeo and Juliet, and yeah. she can't seem to understand what Romeo's saying, so she says to Matt, read it to me, I'll yeah. understand better. Well, yeah, because first he says, like, oh, he's saying, like, he can't live without her or whatever, and she's like, why don't you read it to me? <laughs> Which, okay, and then he starts reading it, and I get, it's like a scene about, like, touching Juliet's, like... Face? Ju- well, Juliet's hand's on her face, right, in the scene, and it's like, oh, if only Romeo could be the hand that touches Juliet's, Juliet's cheek. <laughs> but while, uh, while Romeo, while Matt is reading this to Susan, Susan's, like, mimicking the scene to herself... And she's like, oh, my God, no, you have to touch me now. And he, like, she grabs his hand, puts it on her face, and then, like, pounces on him and starts, like, making out with him. Yeah, and then her dad walks in, and he's like, I need to have a word with you. Even though he was, like, ready to marry her off to to Matt. uh, At the door. Yeah, when he was found out he was a BMOC. But then... I guess, like, Susan went to the, like, storming out of the room school that Lucy's been to as well. Because Susan just leaves, and... Uh, runs away and so the dad's talking to Matt and Matt thinks that like the dad's gonna be angry because he was kissing his daughter but no dad's all about it like dad's like oh yeah he's like the hormones can be little devils yeah he's like it it can get in the way of any man's work (laughs) so oh and then Matt's like I'm gonna quit and the dad has this other weird line yeah he goes nobody quits on me boy (laughs) you're fired (laughs) I know this is bad but the only thing I thought it was the Brokeback Mountain line the iconic line I I wish I could quit you we're back to the this is that's all I'm saying that's I'm not saying there's a gay subtext I'm just saying it reminded me of the Brokeback Mountain line all right so that's actually all that happens in Matt's storyline he lost the job again so another job Matt couldn't uh, hold um, um, so let's go on to... Actually, the, the, the Bow Chicka Wow Wow music, it, it's a good segue yeah. for Ruthie and Simon, because well, after that music plays the first time, it cuts to Ruthie and Simon, who are trying to figure out what they're going to do since they're not going to the game, and they're like, we'll play the, the detective. Wait, before they do that, we have our first instance of sports science. <gasps> yes, okay. So I'm an avid practicer of sports science. Well, we both are. Which is but to you say, more so. Um, all right, so here's an example of sports science. Simon um, is angry that he's not allowed to go to the game, and he's like, I cheer the loudest. Um, and he's like, you know what? If I hadn't gone to the games, if I didn't cheer so loud, the team would never have made it to the championship. Um, and I think I believe this to be true, you know, if you practice sports science religiously enough. Um, your team will win. Sports Scientology. Um, sports Scientology. So I totally get it. I get why, you know what? Mary, well, well, I won't spoil it. I kind of have to spoil the episode to to say it, but, um, you know, if Mary's team wins when Simon goes to the games, then it serves, like, doesn't it mean that when he doesn't go to the games, they're going to lose? This is science. I'm just nodding my head here. Let's let let her believe this. All right, I'm... (laughs) I practice. I'm, I'm a, a practice. Uh, yeah, whatever. A practitioner. Practitioner of sports science. So, all right. So then th- they they're like playing detective or something or PI, and uh, he's uh, 
decided that like the mailman is going to be the bad guy in this scenario and so they decide to follow the mailman right and they get well this is annie and, and the rev had gone to lucy was in charge of watching them and we'll get back to what lucy was doing why she wasn't watching them and the rev and annie were out at the grocery store so um they get lost and then they um the sport the, the sport the, the sport no the, the sergeant the police sergeant sergeant michaels who is this is the first introduction we get of him He's uh, like a recurring character throughout all, like the rest of the seasons. Um, he picks them up and he takes them back to the house. And Lucy is not at the house because she's gone out to look for them. Um, and then they say, well, this kind of is, they, they say like, oh, well, the, the family probably went to Mary's game, even though she told us not to. And the sergeant brings them to Mary's game where the Rev is, and as well as Annie. Um, and Matt is there too because after he got fired from his job, he went to the game. So the whole family ends up at the game, um, except for Lucy. Well, you uh, had something you wrote down, right? For um, like, there wasn't much in the Ruthie Simon storyline. Oh but yeah, there they, was this one. So thing. they were pretending. They were pretending that like the mailman had a package or whatever, and he goes to a mailbox and gives delivers the mail, and then uh, I think Simon is like, oh, that's our that's our package, our our. You know the stuff, and he starts like using all these like euphemisms. With the drop, yeah, or, the yeah. drop, and and he's like he's looks at Ruthie like kind of for for comprehension, and she goes, the stash, and he was he's like, like, yeah, Ruthie, exactly. good job, and she was like, I heard it on Scooby Doo, <laughs> so was Scooby Doo also on the WB? No, that was a Cartoon was Network, Hanna Barbara, yeah, that was a a, a different, uh, yeah, so that was on, that was on. Uh, oh, Cartoon. I was gonna say, is there more? No, it was on Cartoon promoing. Network. Um, yeah, I, lo- I watched a lot of Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'm familiar with the channel Scooby Doo was on. Okay, so let's that- go to Lucy's storyline. Okay, we've got a big guest star here, big guest star in Lucy's storyline. So we we know her her friend is coming over because she told the Rev and Annie not to like be making out in public, um, and we learn that Ashley is coming over, and Ashley is like the most popular girl in school, um, and. Doorbell rings. No, wait. Before the doorbell rings, we have um, after Mary's told the family that they can't go to the game. Lucy's the oh, most upset about yes. it. Yes, she's really upset because Lucy wants to go to the game so her and Ashley can. Well, Lucy hang starts out. out yeah, Lucy boys. starts out that scene by saying, "Why do you hate me?" To um, Mary. Oh yeah, and everything I'm, is about her again. <laughs> and um, I was just like, "Why? Why would anybody like you?" But okay. Um, and yeah, so as Aaron was saying, Lucy wants to go because of her the boys. Her and Ashley want to go hang out with the boys. And Lucy confirms something that we said in like the first two episodes, um, because... The first few episodes, actually. Yeah, I forget, like Mary's like, oh, you don't even care about sports. And wait, hold on, I'm just going to play it here. This is what Lucy says. Come on, sports aren't just about sports. <laughs> the way she says the last sports, too, she's like, sports aren't just, just about, about sports. sports. Like... Oh, yeah, so everything is confirmed. Whenever anyone on the show is talking about sports... They're not talking about sports. Um, so, yeah, that's it. So she wants to go, so then... The know, doorbell rings. The doorbell rings. Open the door. Who's there? It's Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis is uh, Ashley, and this was 1996, so it's two years before that 70s show started, um, which, I mean, I feel like 
I said this like she like famously like lied to get on about her age to get on that 70s show so here I think we can say she's actually the age that she's playing a 12 year old and the first thing Lucy says to her is that she has bad news because they can't go to the game now and, and Ashley responds by going I'm Ashley I don't get bad news yeah and then she's trying to leave and Lucy is desperate to keep Ashley at the house um and and she does she's like Oh well, my parents are going out, um, so we can talk. We can talk on the phone to boys because apparently Ashley likes someone that Jimmy Moon is friends with. Jimmy Moon's best friend, Steve. Steve, um, who, who we, we don't, don't know if that's Brink or if that's the Shermanator. We, I speculate that it's Brink. I hope it's Brink because I really want I want Eric Von Detten to come back. So I told you it's oh it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, believe you anymore. <laughs> so it's probably a good move. Um, so then. They're on the phone, and then we find out that, like, this boy doesn't like Mila Kunis, well, and okay. she runs out. This storyline was so stupid. I don't want to waste know, any time on but, like, it. I just want to talk about, like, the coolness. Or, like, he's, like, he's supposed to be, like, you know, super cool, Jimmy Moon. Um, he, like, doesn't understand what's going on, obviously. So they're on the yeah, phone. Yeah, he got, like, three-way call attacks. Like, yeah. So he, um... Uh, Lucy's asking Jimmy what Steve thinks of Mila Kunis', Mila Kunis character, Ashley. And Ashley's on the phone like, listening, listening but not making any noise. Like and so Jimmy Moon's like, oh, well, Steve thought she was a babe at first, but then she wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. Um, so then Mila Kunis is angry, and she storms out. And she, she like, leaves the house, I guess. That's, and that's, that's the last of, of... No, it's not. We She comes oh, back. Oh, so she come back in a different... Ashley, Ashley does come back throughout the first season. Oh, as... but this is the last of her in this episode. Yes. Um, but, and then... Oh, Jimmy Moon has a, a Bugs Bunny poster in his room, so another WB, like, product placement. But this is basically why Lucy's not paying attention when the kids... Uh, run away. Run away. Yeah, and then a... she spends the rest of the episode trying to find them. And um, where, as we said, all the other Camden family members end up at the basketball game, Lucy does not. Um, but let's just get back to the basketball game for a second here. Um, there's another situation with sports science. Oh, yeah. So um, Mary is telling one of her teammates that she didn't invite her family because, like, you know, they're distracting to her. And this, this teammate was like, Oh, you can't do that. Um, it's like bad luck to not have your family here. Like we, you know, they always cheer the loudest. They need to be here. Yeah, she said you're gonna ruin this for the team, for yeah. the entire team. So right, this this is how sports science works. Um, so then Mary starts believing the sports science, um, and she uses a payphone with a dare sticker on the side to call the house um, to try to tell like you know Lucy and and to to, to go to the game. And uh, the phone is tied up because Lucy uh, was on Lucy the phone. and Ashley have been spending the entire afternoon uh, calling boys. So that's I'd just like to say that Dare is basically a precursor for what ex what this episode is about. It's sponsored right. by Dare. So basically. the big I would say what the big storyline was. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Before we get into that, just quick trivia because why not? So Aaron mentioned earlier that the seniors kind of resent her for being a freshman on the varsity team, but one senior in particular resents her. But this girl isn't a senior. That's the other thing. Well, yeah. We, we, the continuity error, but... We'll find out later that she's not a senior. Not in this episode, but I'm assuming later in the, in the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you obviously thought she was a senior, and I know she's not. Um, but her name is Corey, and that girl, I noticed right away, is actually played by um, an actress that ends up being on General Hospital, who plays Courtney. All right, you, like, have this thing with General Hospital, and you're going to make fun of me for High School Musical? Um, <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. It was just an observation. Okay. And, yeah, okay? All right, so the big storyline is we know that, all right, so the Rev and um, Annie go to the grocery store, 
and at the grocery store, uh, which they, they make a big deal out of them going to the grocery store together because apparently Annie likes to take that as me time, and she's buying a heinous amount of celery. Um, <laughs> and carrots. And carrots. Uh, and the, while they're there, the Rev sees um, this guy named, Ter we find out his name is Terry, and he's played by Christian Campbell, who is Nev Campbell's brother, but also... I mean, most notably, what I know him for is having been uh, in Reefer Madness, the movie musical, which, which is, is also a little bit of like a, I guess, could like tip you off as to what his character's deal is. And they see him, he's stealing like a watch, like uh, what would probably be like a $10 watch at the grocery store. Um, and he only takes one of them. And the Rev sees him and he's like, and he's like, oh, I thought he was away. Like, I don't know. Away oh, at drug rehab. Yeah, like he a drug Oh, he, she was like, oh, he completed the treatment already? And, you know, the Rev was like, I don't think so. It's only been, like, a month. Um, so the Rev follows him out, and a security guard catches um, Terry with the watch. And the Rev just comes out, and he's like, oh, yeah, I always forget, you know, these items you pick up and you carry them around, and you forget to put them back or whatever, right? That's that's what happened. And the security guard just is like, I'll take your word for yeah, it, Yeah, anything Rev. you like, say, Rev. Like, the Rev is, like, above the law, apparently, and can get anyone out of anything. So we get back to the Rev being a pool shark because he invites um, Terry to come play pool with him as, like, a way of, I guess, trying to figure out what's going on with him. I just want to say, okay, right, so then we get to the pool, there, um, and there is a friend that shows up at the pool hall who we find... I don't think they actually say the character's name, but I looked it up, but I recognized the actor almost immediately, uh, but I just couldn't place him. So I looked it up on IMDb, and his uh, the character's name is Blake, and the actor is Nick Spano. And if you don't know who that is, that Donnie. is... Donnie. Donnie Stevens from the Even Stevens. The um, Steven Stevens, yeah. It, well, yes, it's the Even Stevens. Or is it Even Stevens? I think, it's, I think it was just called Even, even Stevens. Stevens. Okay, well, yes, he plays Donnie. Anyway, so another, like, cool trivia fact. Yeah. But, um... So cool. So cool. I have such so much information for you. Um, but after the pool hall, like, he well, doesn't... Wait, while they're in the pool oh, hall... Oh, yeah, yeah, It's They're just alluding... The Rev is kind of alluding to uh, what, what Terry's deal was, and he was like... Oh, you're still clean. Um, he starts. He's like talking are you about. Are using? Are you using? And then he goes, Oh, yeah, thirty days. Like, uh, I guess you just have like good self control or whatever. Most people, like you know, after thirty days in rehab, they're still sneaking out to smoke a joint. And that's when we find out that this is all about weed. Like the 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 rev makes it seem like he's it's like like, a, like what like heroin or, or like, like crack. He's <laughs> or like you know like meth or something. Yeah, yeah. Right, like something like like horrible but it's just weed i mean and like the way that they talk about weed just gets worse as we continue on the story oh yeah line. it's like the, the the worst drug out there but um much. the yeah and so what we he like basically runs away and he's just like i'm fine i don't need your help blah 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 um and the next thing that we have in so that, here we go this is again like sort of the formula like the rev just saw this guy no one asked him for help rev sees this guy at the grocery store and he's like, oh, I need to help him because I was involved previously. Like, I guess he, he, he talks about how, the Rev talks about how he helped get him into his drug, his, like, marijuana Yeah, apparently rehab. he was going to end up at Juvie, and he, like, yeah, promised the, the Rev that he'd go to tr get treatment at drug rehab. Yeah, um, but he left early because he just, you know, he couldn't do it. Um, so the next thing we have is that the Rev goes to see Terry's family. Yeah. Uh, so Mr. and Mrs. Daniels. Um, and we have, <laughs> what we have is, like, I, like, wrote a crazy amount of notes for the scene and quotes, because, as I said, they are making the biggest deal about 
this man, like this child, this teenager smoking weed. Um, first thing that we have is he's like, I okay, so we find it down. Oh, I have a bunch. All right. But like the first, the first thing that I remember is I, I'm, I'm thinking here that Terry is 17 because the dad goes, he's only 17 and he's already just basically a stray dog. Yes. Because well, they, they tell the Rev that they won't let him back into their house because that's what, like, some counselor, to, some drug counselor told tough them. Tough love. Yeah, tough love. He's got to figure it out on his own, which so I, he, seems counterintuitive. So he's living I, out I, on the streets. Mind you, it doesn't really look like he's living out on the streets from what we've seen of him, but yeah. that's fine. Um, and then you have, like, the entire quote written down about the father saying yes. this. all right, so he's... They're talking about, like, how awful it is, and, and he goes, you know what happens with these kids... The drugs become their family. They don't care about us. All they care about is getting high. And the way he says, like, getting high is very aggressive. He says it like that. So... And the mother's, like, crying, and she's like, this whole thing's completely worn me down, and she's, like, full of regret. She's like, maybe we should have gotten through to him when he was younger. And, um, it's like, he he was 17 now. Like, when... When were you planning to get through to him? How is he so lost to you that you can't get through to him now? And uh, mind you, also, this is weed. Okay? Yeah, oh, yeah. This well, is, right, this right. Is, please remember that this is not anything other than We're weed. We're not endorsing drug use. But, like... But a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay. And the next thing, he's like, oh, we shouldn't... Go, so the mother, as a response to the mother saying we should have gotten through to, through to him when he was younger, the dad's like, I didn't really get a chance to talk to him, but I don't even know who he is anymore. <laughs> like, as if he's changed yeah. so much. Yeah. And it's like, uh, and the rest... It was just, like, such a... Again, like, such a, like, you said, you know, the... The propaganda in the second episode where Renee was pregnant. This was totally like the marijuana. Not even once, like, uh, because you'll turn into a monster and no one will know who you are. And and like the Rev, then he's like, "It's not your fault. Like, we didn't deal with this when we were kids." Right. He's like, "We have no frame Fr- of reference to go." Uh, like, he's like, he- "We none of us had problems like these. The only time you know about people having problems like these is if if you know someone that has, that's done it." And it's just like, I don't. I, it, it was just ridiculous the the response to uh just the overreaction it like a complete overreaction um so the next time that this story picks up is when um the rev fi- like i guess somehow stumbles upon it looks like they're behind the pool hall again or like i don't know they're in an alleyway but he's basically gone from the parents house to finding terry again smoking weed behind a dumpster with, with donnie stevens with donnie stevens yes and then donnie stevens makes a very strange exit yeah he's like i'm getting out of here but like instead of just walking away he climbs over a the brick wa- wall yes <laughs> it's a brick wall it's not even like it's not like a fence no. or like a wired and it's anything. like a 12 foot wall it's not like just, an easy wall to scale and he, and he just does that like, hops that's up. happening in the background um, so Terry's adamant that this is none of Rev's business. Because it isn't. Uh, that's just, it, it is not. Uh, although the Rev does say, like, oh, I got involved when I kept you out of prison. Like, I guess the Rev's, like, reputation is on the line because he promised, you know, the judge or whatever that uh, Terry would get help. Uh, and, like, he, like, as a way to try to get through to Terry, he's like, your parents have already blown their life savings trying to get you treatment, which I don't think is accurate at a all. A 30-day marijuana treatment center is really expensive. Uh, yeah, so, so that's the heinous, like, I think that's then, then we, all right, so you, you think that storyline is over. We'll come back, because kind of the ending of the episode all ties in. All the storylines come together at the end, so. So let's go back to post-basketball game. All right, the whole family walks in the house, and Lucy is sitting there alone on the steps, and it is great. 
Um, she's feeling left out. She is left out. Um, she, like, I think Ma- Mary has some line. Oh, I forget what it was. No, she's but... like, you do. Uh, did you guys all go to the basketball game without me? And she just goes, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just a very short, like. It's just, you're yeah. always doing things without me. Yeah. Oh. So um, then we've got, like, all the kids are in trouble for some reason. Uh, Other I, than Mary. This, like, non. Oh, maybe Mary as well. I don't, no, I'm Mary's not really not in, in trouble. trouble. Yeah, everybody's in trouble. Except so, for Mary. For some reason, Matt's in trouble for losing his job, even though it wasn't his fault that this girl, like, had. Made like, moves on him. Yeah, this girl clearly did not want to be tutored. This, um, then Ruthie and Simon are in trouble for um, going outside, like, walking around the neighborhood without an adult. And um, Lucy's in trouble for not taking care for of For not her. watching, yeah. yeah, Simon and Ruthie. So. Um, the Rev is like, I guess he's usually bad. Like Annie says something about like he he doesn't punish them at first, and Annie's like, oh come on, you're bad, bad cop. cop, you have to go punish them. And then he's like, well you know, it just gives you so much perspective when you see what other people are going through, what other people's children are going yeah, through, yeah, what they're going through, and you know our kids' problems seem so small, and, of course, and they are. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I would. I mean, say, also, I would argue that Terry's problem, problem is, is pretty small too. T- I mean, yeah. So the first child he decides to quote unquote punish is Matt, and this whole like conversation, it just, turns into Matt counseling the Rev because he sits Matt down and he's like, "Oh, promise me you'll never do drugs." This is this is the, the punishment. Yeah. This drug talk. Uh, and and Matt's like, "You've given me, you know, you've given me this talk a lot. I'm, you know, you're lucky. I don't." I wouldn't do that because I don't care about fitting in. And then he's like, what about the other kids? Well, wait, we learn here that Matt is a self-proclaimed loner. Which he's not. I don't know. Like, why? Because Jeff isn't his friend anymore? (laughs) Yeah, I guess Jeff's gone now. Yeah. So he's a self-proclaimed loner, and then he's like, you don't have to worry about Mary because she has basketball. She's part of a team. Simon, like, is very sure of who he is. And he's like, and Ruthie's five. (laughs) So So you don't have to worry about that. She's like, but you didn't mention, and Matt, uh, I'm sorry, Rev's like, you didn't mention Lucy. He forgot Lucy, and he's like, no, I didn't. She's the one you need to worry about because she's, like, always feeling left out, and she just wants to be a part of the group, which I feel a little bit foolish for not realizing this is my first run through, but... Lucy's the middle child, and I think that's why a lot of, like, I guess I'm giving her, like, the benefit of the doubt. I think that's why a lot, because this becomes a theme, too, like, that Lucy is the last to know everything, and everybody keeps things from her, um, which probably has to do with the fact that she gets, like, very emotional about things and, and overreacts a lot, but also I think it comes from, like, her being the middle child, like, you know, they actually forgot about her at the basketball game, and she was just sitting on the steps alone. So, um... So he's like, oh, you really got to worry about Lucy doing drugs, which, uh, okay, <laughs> I disagree with. But uh, then the next... Well, the next thing we have is him going up to talk to Lucy. Um, to, like, so he, in, he like, in, oh, invites she, her to she, dinner, right? Right. He, he walks into, Mar- like, we don't know why. He walks into Mary and Lucy's room, and Lucy says, is dinner almost ready? And then, like... The, the Rev is, like, kind of looks shocked, and she's like, oh, everybody ate at the game, didn't they? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And then he is like, how about, you know, we'll go out to dinner. I'll take just you and me, and we'll go. So, But, like, Lucy has, like, a, like she does a couple of 180 turns, like, back to back oh, to back yeah. in this scene. Because at first she's like, oh, so you can yell at me in private? And then she's like, but I was irresponsible, and I should be in trouble. And yeah, and I'll babysit, like, the kids for, like, the next month. <laughs> and then, like, and then she's super excited to go to, or not excited, but she's, like... Excited to have, like, one-on-one time. time with her father. Yeah. Um, but before they go out to dinner, the Rev tries to go and punish Ruthie and Simon. And All right, so here I have, I have the exact time stamp written down. 
there's a huge, um, I guess, production error. Yeah, for nine. It's like, um, he goes to walk in at, at 36 minutes and 21 seconds into this episode. The Rev starts to walk into Simon and Ruthie's room, and there is a man in the lower left-hand corner. Just sitting, sitting there! Like, you know, someone who is working on the show, just sitting in the corner, and he's so visible. It's So, check that out if you want for a nice, uh, nice goof. So, uh... And he, then, like, is not able to punish, um, well, the only way he, like, the, again, he's not able to punish, um... He can't think of it, like... The well, only thing he can say is, like, don't take don't, drugs. Right, and he, I don't know, I, I have written down, leaving the house alone equals leads to drugs. So, and, yeah, he tells them, like, if anyone tries to give you anything, uh, don't, don't take it, or whatever, and then, you know, he, he, like, kisses them both, and is like, don't do drugs. And um, that's it, that they, they don't really get punished. Um, um, and so then we are at dinner with Lucy and the Rev, and Lucy's, like, telling the Rev everything about the drama. middle school gossip. About Ashley and Jimmy and Stevie. And um, then the Rev suddenly, like, none of these boys that you're friends with, none of them do drugs, right? Um, and Lucy has a story, apparently, about a boy that does. Like, one of the boys Ashley used to like, he was, like, very well-dressed, but they found out that he, had a, he, was tr- he was kicked out of his old school because he did weed. And, like, this brings me to a point that was actually uh, said a couple of times in this episode about, like, the stereotypes of... of who does drugs. drugs. Like- because, like, earlier in the episode, when they saw uh, Donnie Steve Like, when the Rev saw Donnie Stevens' character, he's like, oh, so he's a Harvard Business School graduate, isn't he? And it's like... Just because someone smokes weed does not mean... There are definitely a ton of people at Harvard Business School who are well-dressed and smoke weed. And that does not mean that they don't... It just... That... Just, like, stereotypes about... It's, like, kind of... Yeah. Who who is, like... It's, like... Yeah, like, a very, like, black and white kind of view of the world where, like, good people dress well and do good things. And don't do drugs. And don't do drugs. And bad people don't dress well and do drugs um but yeah that happens um so so they get home from they get home from dinner oh we do learn that jimmy moon is ambidextrous oh the only um the only like counseling about because now all the kids have had to talk about drugs the only counseling that mary gets is when the rev and lucy come back from dinner and the rev just goes oh great game don't do drugs oh never do great game never do drugs and then Lucy goes, Dad and I are very concerned about teens and drugs. <laughs> so that was about, uh, well, then there's the end of the episode. Was there? Oh, there was one other scene where um, everybody forgot to feed Happy, and then Happy comes in um, and, like, bothers Annie, and she's like, oh, nobody fed you. And I just want, just side note, the scene has, the, I, I don't care about the feeding. Um, nobody has talked again about the puppies since episode two. Episode right? two, when Simon broke the news that like, oh, Happy is having puppies. Okay, it's there's not, no word about. There's the puppies. been no word, and this dog does not look like it is like I don't. Again, another plot point, kind of like, why did you do this? Why did you set this up? There's nothing. Nothing has been said about it. It's not like a point of contention. Um, are they abandoning it? Like that's. So does it like come up ever again? Are we to believe that she's well, given birth to the puppies off screen and they've given away the puppies off screen yeah. and all of this has happened and they're never talking about it again? So just a like a thing they introduced and then pretty much abandoned. Another like small scene I just remembered, um, which I guess is along the lines of Rev is like a ladies' man is um, the so the while the kids are while Lucy no, I'm sorry while Ruthie and Simon are out 
playing detective, they use the Rev's binoculars. <laughs> Did I say that wrong? Binoculars. 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 <laughs> binoculars. And uh, apparently, these are binoculars. Sorry, I'm, 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 I should just not be allowed to say this word. Binoculars. Yeah. They were the Rev's, and he used them while he was in seminary. Oh, yeah. When it was, was given to him. They were given to him by... Uncle his, Sid uh, by for Uncle senior S- year in seminary. seminary. <laughs> and he used it to um, spy on sorority girls? Right, and I don't know. Seminary... Well, again, I'm coming at this like from like a Catholic... First of all, there would only be men at, the cath- like, at a Catholic seminary. But I don't know anything about... But again... Why, why do they work so hard to make us think that the Rev is, like, this really desirable guy? And, and they also should... And they don't do, ever do it for Annie, and I would be angry if I were Catherine Hicks. And they were, like, everybody's always hitting on... Action. Uh, all right. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. All right. Well... There, but there's a... You can kind of guess if you go to the Vine account <laughs> what, what happens in the future. But, so, like, yeah, the, so um, I also don't like that they were trying to make a like, poke fun at the fact that he's a peeping oh, yeah. Tom. <laughs> like, oh, that, too. I, mean, <laughs> I just realized that's that's an issue. I don't... Like, they're trying to make it, like, it's supposed to be, like, some sort of, like, comic relief there. And it's like, what? He was like, oh, was, yeah, all right. Ugh. Um, but, Ugh. I guess, speaking of, like, the romance and the sexy times between the Rev and Annie... Oh, so, yeah, basically it's the end of... This is why I thought the episode felt really long, too, because I thought that this, there was going to be, like, another 15-minute scene coming... So every all the kids are up, you know, in bed, and uh, the Rev and Annie are in the love den, and uh, I don't know what she says. You have it written down. So. Oh yeah, she goes. Um, it's like everybody's off to bed already, and like she's like, oh maybe we can go off to sleep. Like we can go off to bed now too, and the Rev goes, I don't think I can sleep, and Annie says, That's not the point. That that is that is oh, oh, that's oh, the oh, point. Wait. That's the point, not sleeping. And I guess the do- there's some there's a knock on the door, but neither Aaron nor I heard this knock or yeah, like the doorbell the Rev, ringing. Because the Rev jumps up, and I was like, Whoa, he's real excited. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't apparently excited to. Uh, he was answering the door. Yeah. yeah. So he answers the door, and it's Terry. It's Terry, and it's but like, it's not Terry, just like. Okay, well, it's He's ter- been, like, beaten up. He's got, like, a black eye. He's That's- a split lip. And, okay, so this is my, like, line of questioning. Who beat him up, and why was he beat up for smoking weed? I bet it was Donnie. Donnie <laughs> Stevens. Donnie, Donnie Stevens. His, his dealer. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe because he couldn't sell that $10 grocery store watch to buy his $10 of drugs. But he, like, but Terry opens it by, like, oh, like, says, like, I'm a loser. Like, you're right, I'm a loser. And he goes, you're, you're, goes, not, you're not a loser because you knocked on my door. And then they just go inside and, you so, know, we, we were to presume that it, it, it all gets resolved. And again, the Rev saves the day. Guess what? Guess who's not coming back? Guess who? All right, so we'll do the recap of who we're not seeing again. I already said we're going to see Mila Kunis again. Ashley returns. Um, Terry Daniels? Nope, he's gone. Last of that, we we again are left to presume that the Rev fixed all the problems, and now this young man is le- leading a productive life. Are we going to see Susan again? Uh, no, we are not going to see her again. Most of the girls, and there are only like three or four girls that Matt ever sees or dates that um, are become recurring people. But we will see. Cl- we will see Jimmy Moon again, obviously. Um, at at the end of the Halloween episode, we debated that, but also at the end of the Halloween episode, uh, Jimmy Moon was like, oh offers to go over and like clean up the egg mess yeah I guess that's so, the apology so, so I guess that's why, why Lucy is still talking to him they're still dating they're still dating um so yeah we're never gonna see Terry again we do get actually 
so we don't get Susie and Sergeant Michaels is on through the, like the rest of the run. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it. It's the, they play this episode as an episode about Mary and basketball, but it's actually really about your formula about Rev like try like saving well, the day. Because Mary isn't really in the episode. She leaves the house in the morning. Like you see her like packing up her stuff when she's talking to Lucy. She then you see her getting like out of a car with the teammate and talking about like how her family isn't coming. But she's just those are maybe like two minute scenes in which nothing is really being set like and then she has a couple of scenes where she's playing basketball and she makes all of her shots oh and they i mean they win the game yeah they went after all the camdens show up so i don't want to say that it's science but i know that it's science uh so and also i was thinking that like during the game there might be some like because it's like nearing the end there's 10 seconds left and it's um she gets the buzzer beater off yeah but like it's not like it, there's no real it's very anticlimactic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like, it's like a, it's like a rebound <laughs> that she gets. So, oh, also, I did have one note. When they show um, the basketball game, Jessica Biel is really bad at pretending to play basketball. She is looking at, like, she's like dribbling down the court, and she's got her head to, like she's very much focused on Jessica Biel. I don't think ever played basketball because she's super uncomfortable and very much focused on like keeping the ball in her hands. Like she's st like staring at the ground the whole time, and I'm like, that's probably why they didn't do any like tricky anticlimactic like shots or anything. So because it might have been well, too I mean much. like if they would have. All right, I, I had a, I had an idea because like it starts they're down, like it's like 15 seconds left and they're down by. Two. two and I was like, "What are they like? This is a high school game. Are they really gonna get like a three point shot off?" And I think that would have been better because they could have just shown her shooting it and then cut away from her and show the ball going in, and right. then that would have been a nice like way but to end it. But they instead, had her, it's like, like this, shoot a two pointer. It was tied. The other team got the ball back. She got it she back. She steals from them. it, and then this other she passes it, and this to other girl, Corey, the like, yeah, Corey, the the mean girl. Who shoots misses and then Mary gets the rebound and then they win. But uh, it obviously would have been much more exciting if it was like down on the last second and she got like a three point. I shot also off. have to say that during the game, um, Stephen Collins overacted the shit out of <laughs> being excited about Mary scoring and them winning. Like every time he was cheering, it like he was like bending over himself to like be happy about it. But that's really it. That's, that's how the you episode. practice sports science. You've seen, you know this. <laughs> I mean, yes, I. I Aaron and I have been to a lot of Mets games where hat on, you just hat isolated off. twenty nine other fan bases. We can be fans with, of the Mets without like everybody else. Well, we're not saying that. But you've you know this is how sports science works. <laughs> you've seen it work. We're all allowed to have our opinions, okay? All right, okay. So that's that episode. I all right. As far as the the rating system goes, remember uh, one is Lucy, two is the Rev, three is Annie, four is Matt, Matt five is Simon. Simon. No, no, five, five is, Mary, is Mary, and six, six is, is Simon, Simon. Seven, seven is Lucy. What are you Ruthie. giving? Ruthie. Sorry, Sorry my bad. Um, I'm gonna give this. I mean, I thought it was. I know I said it. It felt long, but not in a bad way. Uh, I kind of enjoyed... It was funny. As I said, I said this while we were watching it, we're getting into more of the absurd um, elements that the show plays with, like overreacting to a lot of different, like, you know... Minuscule the, the hard, things. The hardest drug that they're ever going to, I think, like, talk about in this show is, like, weed. So it's like, 
really? This is what, like, they're, this is, like, the burden of, of their community? This is, like, the, so... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of points in this episode where the Rev is, like, you'll be on the streets and you'll get killed. And, yeah, like, and, and we see the streets in this episode because Lucy and well, Ruth, I mean, sorry, well, yeah, Ruthie and Ruthie Simon... When Ruthie and Simon get lost, uh, like... They're, they're in the suburbs. They're real nice suburbs. They're, like, everyone's got... A like beautiful home, with like beautifully manicured lawns. Yeah, um, and it just looks like Glen Oak looks like a lovely place to live. I don't see anybody getting killed on the streets in in Glen Oak. Yeah. Um, so, but again, yeah. So much so, it's such a peaceful community that the sergeant doesn't need a partner when he's driving his right, right. Car. He's like no, he's, just, he's just he needs dri- no no one to help him. It's just the sergeant. So I'm gonna give this a five, which is a Mary on this rating scale. It seems appropriate. The episode was supposed to be about her, but it wasn't. But I thought it was injured. It kept me like I was like <laughs> laughing at things, and and uh, it felt I don't know. It I didn't get like super angry at anything, which is usually what happens. Like, well, I think I got I didn't get angry, but I was a bit like affronted by. The fact that they were punishing Matt for nothing, and also like the fact that they made weed this like bad, big bad monster in this episode. But I'm gonna give it. I think so. I gave the Halloween episode, which I actually enjoyed quite a lot, like a 4.5 last episode. <laughs> you really like, enjoyed that, yeah. But I think I'll give this one just a four. I think I'll give this a Matt. Okay. All right. That's yeah. fair enough. Solid. You're entitled to your opinion, I guess. Okay, so uh, that's a wrap on Season 1, Episode 7, Saturday. Um, remember, if, well, thank you again for staying with us to the end of uh, Episode 7. We'll be back uh, on Wednesday. Remember, we uh, release. release on Wednesdays and Saturdays every week. Yep, um, and you can, again, any comments, questions, whatever you hate mail. Um, we have a Tumblr. It's camdencast.tumblr.com. We have a Gmail, camdencast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at Camdencast Show. We are on Facebook, um, just As Camdencast. Camdencast. Uh, so, yeah, um, tell your friends. And, yeah, uh, if you guys are enjoying this, um, share with your friends. I think we're really with your hitting, family. hitting we're, our stride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, all right. Uh, so that's a wrap. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this was Camden Cast. We'll see you next time. See you Saturday. I mean, Wednesday. This was Saturday.